International. And welcome back to the latest episode of I Learned Nothing, a Nothing. philosophy podcast for complete and total idiots. Uh, my name is Pat Dean. I am an uh, apt pupil of my dear friend, Princeton grad and... Tenured professor tenured at pro- Princeton University. Ben professor Cholock. of philosophy, Ben Cholock. How are you, professor? What's up, uh, prof? Man, I got my philosophy boots on. Oh, it's dude. It's time to... I'm gonna learn to you, son. Yeah, man. I uh, hope you're great on a curve, Daddy. Oh, such a curve. Gross. The curviest, the most voluptuous curve. <laughs> <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. Oh, baby. We're talking about Ben's cock. Uh, ben, you're a philosophy expert. You have chosen to help your poor friend Pat out. Yeah, you deigned to come to me. Yeah. Oh, oh, I deigned. Asked, yeah, you deigned. I'm a deigner. I. Uh, yeah, you came to me. Asked. Uh, In hey, tears. Ben, I was crying. I was like, "Yeah, you said you said, Professor Ben, can you please teach me about philosophy today? You wanted to talk about someone in particular. Well, so you asked me someone in particular. There's another case where you texted me, said I want to learn about this guy, and I I said, ugh. Yeah, Ben does fine. this wacky bit where he'll go, "Hey, who do you want to learn about?" And I go, "Oh, I don't know, just whoever." And you go, "No, man, this podcast is about you picking someone." And then I pick someone, and then you go, "Ugh, you pick the worst people." Man. I'm Ben. <laughs> this guy's not that bad. He's, I, he's not an Ayn Rand. He's just someone who I find slightly boring. Saint Thomas Aquinas. Saint Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. So you asked me how I came up with yeah, this one. He's a god daddy. Is uh. I remember on those old prank phone call soundboards that you would have, that people would have on mm-hmm. the internet. There was one for Arnold Schwarzenegger, and just a clip of him saying "St. Thomas Aquinas." <laughs> and I swear to God, that's why I picked him. That's why you wanted to learn about him. Because you go, you go, who should we, who should we do next? And I just thought, "St. Thomas Aquinas." <laughs> okay, that makes it better. That's funny. Though. Yeah. <laughs> well, so you got you 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 were upset. You said that he is just the same as Aristotle. Basically, he's just uh, he's just Aristotle plus Jesus. Um, and it's very so. Uh, what's the problem? It's also I spent like five out of the six years, uh, you know, at Catholic school with these these folkers, um, like cramming this dude down my throat, among other things. And um, uh, what's a Catholic school? Yeah, um, and it's just it's just really boring. But uh, so here's here's the compromise that we made. We're going to talk about yeah, we compromise. Yeah, <laughs> what a dumb yeah. life. We're we're mature. Um, we're going to talk about scholasticism, which is a school of philosophy that includes Aquinas, Saint Thomas Aquinas, Saint Thomas Aquinas, and uh, and some other dudes who um, we're kind of figuring some shit out in the middle of the of the Middle Ages. Dang, what year was that? So I guess the whole movement it starts around like one thousand to about uh, like. 1350 something like that so it's 350 years hmm. of these of these monks just being weird and scared of god and trying to figure things out you know? <laughs> other monks and they're frightened mm-hmm. it's like dude if anyone's in you're in yeah they're in hey buddy actually dude not nah, you'd, you'd be surprised some dudes some dudes got got murked some dudes got iced by god 
No, by you know, competing forces and the church. But that's what I'm saying. Like things. I feel like if different you're a, dukes and nobles. I feel like if you're a, if you're a monk. Yeah, yeah. No, they weren't yeah. all exactly monks. You're gonna go to heaven. Some of them. We'll, we'll talk about one. Heaven's dude. real. Well, so that's the thing. So basically, that's the main mission that these dudes were trying to figure out was to. Uh, they were sort of re refinding all or rediscovering all these classical philosophers like Aristotle and Plato and them. What do you mean they were refinding them? Well, like remember after so after the Roman Empire fell. Oh, um, dude, do I remember that? Yeah, that was a well, bad it, case of the Mondays. It was fucked up when the Roman Empire fell. Well, like the classical era was the era when people were pretty well educated and things were going all right, and then all of a sudden everything just went to shit, uh, and the Roman Empire, which was like holding everything together, just collapsed. That was around Son of a bitch. 476. And uh, after that, people well, were just... What did they do that for? Why did they do that? Yeah. Well, they didn't do it. They were trying to keep it up. Well, they didn't try hard enough. <clears throat> no. Mm, there was no Viagra back then. No. <laughs> oh, our empire's fallen! Motto! <laughs> Motto! Oh! 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 Oh, Empire's falling over here. <laughs> hey, I'm declining over here. <laughs> that's, what, that's what the Romans were saying. Oh, I'm declining over here. You know? Like they, like in. Oh, New York the City. Parthenon! <laughs> right. What else? Hey, we're losing our culture over here. <laughs> hey, who are these German mooks? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So the Empire fell, and the you're Empire saying fell. you're, you're, you're saying that was bad. You're anti well, I mean, it was, it, Rome no. falling. Well, I don't really give a shit, ultimately, if you were to really ask me. It really speaks to your privilege. Um, I guess, but um, I, it, it just fucks shit up for a lot of people. Like yeah. it, 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 uh, first of all, like education just went down the toilet. Uh, people didn't really like study things anymore um, because it became like a hand-to-mouth existence. Everything was just horrible. There's like disease everywhere. But people were living in shit. People were invading places. You know, oh, our education went to shit. Dude, it was like the year 400. Well, they were doing great. What's one plus one? I don't know. They knew so much more know. than that. No, they didn't. They, I can guarantee you, I bet if we've traveled back in time yeah. to about like, I don't know, like 200 AD yeah. and find like like some Roman dude, they'd mm-hmm. be smarter than you. No way! Mm-hmm. Right you go now, back in time, I'd yeah. be like, what's your Wi-Fi password? They'd be like, what does that mean? They'd be like, no, Face. I have a fulfilling <laughs> life where I don't have to live on the internet. Well, well who's the real winner? <laughs> um, so anyway. I'm just saying, they don't even have Where scissors. are we going with this? They had scissors. The Roman, they had shears, yeah. Oh, shears. Oh, real Those are basically scissors. Oh, where to, way to go, Romans. Anyway, so these guys... How many roads have you built? I've built roads. Metaphorical. So anyway, so these these scholastic <coughs> excuse me. So these scholastic fucks are hanging out. Oh, that's right. So they're they're so after they like rediscover Aristotle. So slowly but surely, this is really funny actually. For, the Pat Dean story. Yeah, the Pat Dean story. Well, so at the time, um, these European cucks were like basically like swimming and shit, uh, <laughs> like eating the absolute worst things. Um, not living past 35 like it was the worst existence but slowly but surely they were sort of regaining like their knowledge they were kind of Uh getting back back on this shit um with uh a lot of help so a lot of like rediscovery of aristotle and plato was coming from the middle east because the middle east was a super uh advanced society at the time what which is really weird to think about now um did you not know this did you not know that like okay the islamic world was like the 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 cutting edge of everything from like basically 600 they're right about a lot of things yeah 
so you have a lot of these like Muslim philosophers like Avicenna um, and uh, uh, some one guy whose name I can't pronounce. It's like Ibn Khwarizmi or something like that. He's some Persian dude. Okay. But they like helped. Right, Trump. They helped. Um, <laughs> they helped by like uh, distributing like their commentaries on Aristotle, and it gets back to like Europeans and like France and Germany and England back in like their commentaries. Yeah, like they would. I like read, it. They would read philosophy and they'd be like, "I agree with this part. I don't agree with this part. This is how this works." They summarize a lot of this shit, and those those documents kind of found their way back into Europe, into medieval Europe, and so all these cucks in in France and England. They're like reading it for the first time, being like, "Oh my god! Like, who's this Aristotle dude? This is crazy. Who's this Plato dude? They, this they nuts. see. You're saying these guys back then were smarter than me. They don't even fucking know who. Plato no, this is. is not. This is not. They don't know dude, anything about Aristotle. This is after the Roman Empire falling. That's what I'm saying. So they got they got about as smart as you, which is like, like phenomenally dumb. Right. But they were like kind of working their way up. Okay. You know. Well. So right. they're probably at a. I take it back. They're at like a like a Pat Dean and a half at this point. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so they're almost Oof. getting back. I wouldn't wish that on anyone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, okay. So around this time, this is when these dudes were like, this is also like at the time when the church, the Catholic church was like the most powerful fucking thing in the world. Just crossing myself. Um, so they, uh, because it was the only institution holding anything together because at this time, since there was no political unity because the Roman empire had fell, it was always just like warring dukes and nobles and stuff. And there weren't like any kings yet. Uh, well, there were kings by the time, you know, the 1200s. But like right after 476, it took a while for like nation states to sort of reemerge. Hmm. Okay. So it was just chaos. It was just complete chaos up until around like 1000. Can you imagine being alive then? I would never, I wouldn't wish that on our worst It'd enemy. It'd be nuts. It'd just, be the worst existence in, in the world. Well, it used to be part of this suck. empire. Like it, like it kind of maybe wasn't the best, but at least we knew who was in charge what was going on the roman empire the roman empire would have been kind of tight to live during that time yeah i mean well it depends on who you were but yeah uh medieval living in medieval europe from like if you had to live in medieval europe in let's say like the year 715 yeah um like if i teleported there and then my teleportation machine or whatever broke down i would just kill myself i'd immediately (laughs) kill myself I'd yeah, like, is it? No, that's it. I'm not going to live this Seems life. Seems like a rough existence. Mm-hmm. I can't believe anyone survives yeah. anything. It's insane. Like I can't believe that. Like sometimes, like it's like it's like one time I remember like uh, putting a key in a lock, mm-hmm. and I, un- I like tried to unlock a door, and the key broke and got stuck in the thing, and I was just like, "How does anyone do anything? <laughs> like what the f- like? How does this happen? Well, you're so easily discouraged. But think about if. But that- right, if you can do if that if you can't handle that, yeah. When in a world where like locksmiths are like a phone call away, yeah, <laughs> the door was still open. <laughs> there was just a key stuck in it. I felt dumb. Okay, well, so then yeah, you couldn't hack it in the Middle Ages. No, but neither would I. Yeah, I I wouldn't want to hack it. I Why would immediately would kill myself. I'd hack my fucking throat open. Yeah, and then so they rediscover these these guys. Yeah, so they're, they're slowly rediscovering it. these classical they're philosophers. Like, well, what is like up with this? Aristotle. Um, Plato. Thanks, Muslims. We promise not to invade you. Oh, wait. Right. Yeah, yeah. Remember that? <laughs> so, <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, Who that's a big... That's a, yeah. No, you know, just so ungrateful. <laughs> yeah, I know. A bunch of ingrates. <laughs> you give us Aristotle, and now we're going to do the Crusades on you. Yeah, immediately. 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 Hey, thanks for the knowledge. By the way, submit, or we'll yeah. literally kill you. Yeah. 
Now, what can you do? They fucked with us a little, though, too. Well, you know, hey, there's two sides to every story. Yeah. Um, okay, so where were we? Right. Get, yeah. So this is the scholastics. So basically, it was this time where like these people were kind of relearning. It wasn't as like revolutionary as what happened during the Renaissance, where like that shit really kind of took off. Yeah. But this was like right before the Renaissance, and they were they were kind of getting into some shit. Uh, but most of these, most of the the most like the smartest ap- academics at the time, these philosophers were all also like clergy. So they was they were all either also like priests or monks or. They, you know, work for some sort of monastery right? Um, or a diocese sense. or yeah. something like that. All right. So let's talk about some of these guys. The let's first one, um, earliest one is this guy, uh, St. Ansem, who is, uh, he was the <laughs> Archbishop of Canterbury. What? Um, yeah, he's Archbishop, I think he was like the first Archbishop of Canterbury. He came so close to being what? handsome. Saint Handsome. He could have been Saint Handsome. Yeah. It's why Saint, wouldn't, why wouldn't you change your name? It's Saint Anselm, I guess. If your name was Ansem and you're a saint, you don't think you'd go? It'd be really funny if I just changed well, your name. Well, because English wasn't a, a completely formed language yet. Again, you say that I'd be dumber than these people. They can't even fucking speak English. <laughs> well, they speak in England. They speak old English in England. They speak old English. It's old. It's a totally different. It would sound. It sounds really weird. Yeah, I've heard it. We got fucking Mike McRae to come and do an impression. It sounds of it. like He'd German. It. It's weird. Yeah, it's like <laughs> that's what it sounded like. Um, Just a bunch of Swedish chefs. Yeah, it sounded kind of Swedish. <laughs> Learning well, about because they got, they got invaded the fuck out of by um yeah. by uh, Vikings. But anyway, that's just, that's totally beside the point. This guy Saint Ansem, he comes up with this uh, argument called the ontological argument for the existence of God. This is what these dudes love doing. They try to prove God's existence all the time. They can't stop. They just can't stop. It. Can't, what, stop. can't stop, won't stop. Do you think that comes from a need to prove themselves to others, like to, to prove this to other people? Or do you think they're like desperately trying to prove to themselves that God is real? And <laughs> I, mean, like I think it's, I think it's yeah, a little from column A and a little from column B. They go to bed every night frightened. Well, they definitely go to bed frightened every single day. Yeah. These dudes ha- like just go, go to bed like sweating. And frightened, have horrible nightmares, and then wake up with a start, and then just go on with their day. <laughs> it's the w- worst existence. Doesn't sound like fun of all time. So Saint um, Handsome is is Saint Handsome writing this shit. He wrote this thing. Um, there. Oh, so what's important is that like what's this important? is Christianity. It is important. It's very important, and so important. Go to that hell without it. It's so important that they they spent all these resources trying to convince other people that Christianity is the shit. Like, that was the whole thing with the church. God like, is real and I can prove it. Mm-hmm. So, one of the ways that they did that, aside from, like, murdering people and threatening them with their lives, yes. was to try to prove it logically. Okay. So, Ansem comes up with this argument that basically says, okay, so, God, if we take God, the concept of God, it's basically, it's basically defined as uh, this concept, that which there is nothing greater, right? So, it's the biggest concept in the world. And if it's the biggest concept in the world, it has to include all of these attributes, all of the attributes that are conceivable. And therefore, if it's the biggest concept in the world and it has all the attributes, one of the attributes it has to has is existence. Okay. Okay. And existence can have two forms. It can be either uh, uh, existence in our understanding, like we can think of it, or existence in real life. But if it's the greatest concept in the world or in the universe or in existence then it has to exist not only in our mind, but also in real life. Otherwise, it wouldn't be the concept we say it is. Well, duh. Yeah. And so he says, therefore, God. God exists. Right. Okay. 
So there's that. There's the ontological argument. And there's a ton of people who have a ton of problems with that argument. Yeah, it's then. sort of... <laughs> the problem with these things is that... I don't whenever, buy it. I think it's fucking bullshit. Yeah, it's a I bullshit mean, argument. The problem with these philosophers... I forget the other guy we talked about, but basically it was like... His existence was, was like like the argument... Whenever it involves God, mm-hmm. you're sort of like, well, yeah, of course you're going to... Yeah, you're going to go for... Yeah. It's, it's also... So this guy, Ansem, kind of begs the question. Just like you, buddy. Just like me. Yeah. Um, because he hey, kind of starts... I'm beggar. <laughs> What? <laughs> I fucking hate you. Um, so, yeah. Uh, Ansem kind of basically says, and Descartes kind of does this too. Mm-hmm. They start with the premise that they're trying to uh, prove. And, that, and that's then they start from there, which is cheating. You can't do that. Yeah, that's bullshit. Yeah. So, that's what Ansem does. That's the ontological argument for the existence of God. You're Kant t- hated it. Kant thought that it was bullshit too. You're telling me that you don't remember Alonzo Hamburger Jones? Hamburg. Oh my god, yeah, I do remember. Okay. Yeah. Def Jam. <laughs> what would he have? Y'all don't even understand. Y'all don't understand. Um, uh, okay, so he comes up with this thing, and it kind of blows. Yeah. So, wh- so I don't know. That's it. That's all I know about him. So, so he's oh, a scholastic philosopher. Is he the founder? He's kind of the first one. He's the earliest one. So he kind of sucks a little. He kind of sucks. He was the he was the Archbishop of Canterbury, right? Who's the first so one? That's so funny. But he's from Italy. He was born. In, he was born in Italy. He's born in well, it was what's now Italy. Back then, it was like the Holy Roman Empire or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, he was born in 1033, and uh, the way he became Archbishop of Canterbury is just he happened to be in the employ of um, William the Conqueror. Yeah. Who in 1066. He was so William the Conqueror was French. He was Norman from Normandy, right? Yeah. In France. And from there, he invaded all of England and basically made what England is now in 1066, right? Yeah. Um, the Norman invasion. And so this guy, uh, uh, St. Anselm, went with him. And then. I'll come with you. Yeah. And he liked him. Like uh, William the Conqueror liked this dude. He's like, he's a good dude. So he just made him the Archbishop of Canterbury. <laughs> So it's this Italian dude is just the Archbishop of Canterbury, the most English sounding place in it's the world. It's the most English yeah. thing ever. Mm-hmm. And he's just, you know what I picture? <laughs> I picture it like the end of, uh, he's like, Oh, team biscuits. <laughs> Come on. I picture it as the end of uh, Goodfellas, where St. <laughs> Handsome just Saint asks Hansom. for, <laughs> he orders spaghetti and he gets a noodle with ketchup. Yeah, on he gets it. Noodles, <laughs> noodles with ketchup. Yeah. Can't even find a good. <laughs> <clears throat> All my life, I wanted to be the Archbishop of Canterbury. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Just closing a trunk. Um, (laughs) So he kind of sucks. Yeah, I guess he sucks. He's also just this medieval philosopher, so he's like, fucking his brain is made out of dog shit. Yeah. Um, So let's talk about another guy. Let's talk about your guy. One of the classics. St. Thomas Aquinas? St. Thomas Aquinas. I wonder what movie that's from. That sounds like... um, And I'd be the one where... I want to say Kindergarten Cop. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Maybe yeah, the world. I don't will, know. The world will never know. Oh no, maybe it's from um, the hell movie. Yeah, what's the movie when he he, he fights the devil? Fuck. I don't know. End of days. Maybe yeah. End of days. I think it's end of days because he's he's talking to a lot of priests and shit. Yeah, you know? jingle all the way. I believe. <laughs> yeah, that was the one about from. the devil. Yeah. So who's so Saint Thomas Aquinas? I know who he is chiefly because of going to Catholic school for one year where yeah. we met mm-hmm. uh, many many moons ago. And uh, about 19 years ago at this point, which is really sad. Yeah, it's very sad. Um, And then, yeah, from going to school and also that sound clip. That's all I know about St. Thomas Aquinas. Yeah. Now, I don't pay attention in school, but every time I hear that 
sound drop, my ears perk up. Mm-hmm. So he's stuck in my subconscious. Okay. Well, What's here's his deal. This is what his deal is. He was also Italian. Um, God, man, these guys. He um, he was basically he's called uh, he's a doctor. He's called, what's called a doctor of the church, which is basically these. There's like these doctors of the church, which is what the Catholic Church considers to be the most, you know, the smartest best like logicians and philosophers that that, like prop up and justify catholic theology so this guy's like kind of the man he's the man for cat for catholics they fucking they nut when they hear him because he's like yeah um and they feel really 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 bad about it they feel awful about it (laughs) yeah afterwards um but uh tom so he wrote he was a big fat piece of shit, and he wrote um, the Summa Theologica, which is called the sum of all theologic knowledge, basically. And it's <laughs> That's this, a little presumptuous. <laughs> yep, and it's it's like this gigantic fucking book, and it's very very dry and boring, where he basically proves like everything about uh, Catholic theology. I mean, it's up to debate whether he actually proved it or not. I'm using, like, heavy finger quotes right now. Yeah, Ben actually um, is using four fingers on each hand for yeah. this quote. That's how big those fucking quotes are. <laughs> yeah, but, um, but he did very, very systematically attempt to set out to prove everything about Catholic theology. Um, and that includes proving the existence of God, proving that, like, the, the Virgin Mary gave birth when she was a virgin, proving that uh, um, a, a big issue for, like, these uh, dudes was trying to figure out you know the nature of jesus and how he can be half god well no not that he's half god half man that he but can be like, both. he's got he's got to be both and that's where they come up with these concepts so this is how, the one reason why scholastic philosophy is kind of important in the history of philosophy is because in try in attempting to to prove or figure out these very very like abstract theological things about like jesus and mary and like the nature of sin and freedom and blah 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 is that they did have to come up with these concepts to help navigate it all and so they came up with these concepts of like uh, the difference between personhood and a, what a person is versus uh the nature of something the nature of like uh some entity yeah um and that gets into with the issue of jesus it, it gets into like jesus has two persons but one nature no it's one person but two natures yes uh, there's the person of Jesus Christ, who is one, you know, exact person. But then he had two natures the whole time. And his nature is human and divine. And then that kind of gets into the platonic forms and what we were talking about earlier. Um, so there's that. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. And then so there's... How, so how, did, how is he... How, do you know how he's able to prove these things? I don't know. I don't... I didn't read the actual thing. Yeah. Um... Uh, I don't. I don't. I also don't care because I don't believe that Jesus was God. <laughs> <laughs> but may, well, yeah, because you didn't read the fucking book. Maybe, maybe if I read fucking his thing. Well, how I about would, this, Ben? How about I, this? But here's the thing: I will never read it because it's so boring. I would rather go to hell than read Thomas Aquinas's book. Well, how about this, Mister East Coast liberal, Mister mm-hmm. Limousine Riding, Mister Cappuccino Drinking. Libtard, mm-hmm. <laughs> libtard cock, Mister. Oh, I don't need God. Oh. I don't. Say, I didn't say I don't believe in God. I just don't. Be, I don't even. I believe Jesus Christ existed, and I kind of like some of his teachings. Oh, oh, very interesting. But I just don't believe that. I don't believe he's literally God. Let me ask you this, then, fuckface. Mm-hmm. I challenge you. The first ever I learned nothing Ben book challenge. Okay. The first annual. 
You have to read. Oh, I dare you. I triple dog dare you with a cherry on top. Uh huh. To read his book, the Summa Theologica. Yes, and see if he doesn't change your mind about God. What do I get if I don't do it? Um, if you don't do it, then you have to sleep every night knowing that you t- couldn't face down a challenge by your dumb friend Pat. That's all right. That's fine. I really, ben! Don't, I really don't want to do this. Why not? I, I don't want to read this book. Why? It's so long and it's so boring. Why is it boring? It's so, it's just really boring. And do you want me to read a passage of it? I could probably find yeah, sure. a bit on the internet. Well, let's talk. You talk for a bit while I find this. You know, it's 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 disheartening to me. You know, <laughs> it's you know, I look at I look at my friend Bean, and I say to myself, "It's gonna suck, dude." <laughs> All right, no, don't find it. Don't, All right, fine, matter. good. Because, dude, I just trust me. It's so boring. Okay. Um, so, so what's, what's and it's outdated. I mean, who gives a shit about fucking? You know, all these guys are outdated. Yeah. Kant, that guy existed in the year fucking f- five. Even Kant, He's, I won't read, and it has nothing to do with uh, some of his philosophy is kind of interesting, but I'm not going to read. Shit. Ageist, I don't know. I might. I might. A little bit of the ageist over here. Hmm. Mister Mister Millennial Daddy. I read a lot of Descartes when I had to learn about him for the for the. Brain of the Vat podcast. Yeah. And did you love it? A little. He, you know, he's a better writer than Kant was. What are the, uh, what are the good teachings of the, the things that St. Thomas Aquinas wrote about? Well, okay. So we can the do. The ones that you're like, this is kind of interesting. Well, the main thing, Maybe the, the main thing that Aquinas. The the, okay. So there's a couple of things. The main like thing that people remember about Aquinas is he came up with this thing called the five ways, which are five different, um, arguments for the existence of god okay all right so one is the argument they're all they're all kind of the same or the first four are pretty much the same there's the well actually that's not true the first two are the same right there's the the argument from motion and the argument from causation and it's basically just it's the same argument it's basically like if you go back far enough you know there's got to be a cause for everything that happens motion in the ocean motion in the ocean something has to cause the motion in the ocean right it's a big fat dick Right, but something has to cause your big fat dick. Right, right. and so you drinking all that milk when you were younger. Ew! <laughs> oh, gross! <laughs> That's the grossest thing I've ever heard in my life. Oh my god! Got him! <laughs> Ew! Ben, <laughs> you big fat dick. What caused that? All that drank milk you drank in your life? Yep. But well, what caused the milk? Bit. So, you know, something caused the milk. It was the cow, right? And then it goes back and back and back and back. And there's this... Uh, <laughs> a milk-powered dick. <laughs> yeah. That is truly reprehensible. I mean, you want to talk shit about this St. Thomas guy. He's not writing about milk dicks, you uh, fucking creep. So... <laughs> so... I'm going to break your fingers. Okay. So we got to get through this because there's some, there's a little bit more to talk about. All right, about. go. There's so, something I want to get to, which I want is to ever, funny. Yeah. Okay. Oh, it does involve milk and <laughs> No, it doesn't involve dicks. milk. Don't worry. It does involve dicks though. Um, Good. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. So the point is, is that like things, there's a, th- there's this recursion back to like, you know, what the first cause is because there can't be an infinite cause. Um, which, first of all, is kind of a bullshit premise. Why can't there be? But whatever. He, he says that the, the, you can't have an infinite regression of causes. There has to be a first cause. Yeah. And the first cause is God. Those are basically the first two arguments. God is number one. God is number one. He's the prime mover. He's the first mover. Um, there should be a moving company called the prime movers. 
That'd be such an inside philosophy joke. It'd yeah, be and it'd be so funny because the only people who would get it would be like, <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> like philosophers, theologians, and like, I don't know, maybe a priest or two. And they go, and all they do is go, "Hey, let me ask you something. Is that a reference to whatever?" And then they go, "Yeah, it yeah, is." And they it go, is. "Huh? Like, that's cool. Fucking clever." And just move on. <laughs> yeah, no one's gonna laugh out loud. What if it's Jared Holly moving things too? I'll He's like, "What you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> You are a whole ho. Um, okay, so the other the the third argument is the argument from contingency. This one's kind of interesting, actually. Basically, he says, um, for there to be anything that exists, the reason why there's yeah. something is that something had to cause it. Um, the fact that all of existence right now could not have happened, which means it's contingent. This is where it gets interesting because the scholastics, they came up with this distinction between something being uh, contingent and something being necessary. Um, If something is necessary, that means that there's no way that it couldn't have happened. There's no way that it can't exist. Yeah. Um, The concept of contingency is basically like anything uh, that exists that it could, it could be the case that it, it could not have existed. Right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, You kind of get that idea between the two right okay okay do you i'm asking yes Yes. okay good so aquinas says everything that exists right now is contingent everything that we experience it might not have happened there could not have ever been an earth right there could not have ever been one of these stars um you can conceive of of like the entire planet not have forming somehow something you know back in the day when earth was forming something could have happened where yeah. You know, it knocked it out of its orbit and then it would have flown out into the universe as this like ice cold like rock. Whoa. Um, so, yeah. So, basically, he's saying that because there's this idea of contingency, there always has to be a cause for a contingent thing. And the cause uh, that ultimately causes contingent existence has to be necessary. It has to be a necessary thing. And you know what the cause of that is? <clears throat> yeah. You guessed it. Viacom Frank Diaz. Stallone. Frank Stallone. <laughs> Tickle me Frank Stallone. Yeah. Um, no, it's God. I mean, like, God, what if God's name was Frank Stallone? I mean, no it'd be the funniest, weirdest, be really most funny. coincidental thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a yeah, driver's man. license. Really strange, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's just the pictures of a galaxy, but it says Frank Stallone. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, so that's the third argument. The fourth argument is the argument of degree, which basically says whenever we have a concept of, like, um, that there could be more or less of, like if something's good and then there's something better, and then yeah. that means there has to be something that's best, the best of all time. Would you say something fast? There has to be something fastest, the fastest of all time. The Antonio right? best. The Antonio best. So God is the Antonio best. That's amazing. Yeah, that is the most inside reference we'll ever make on this show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, <clears throat> now, the fifth argument is total bullshit. It's total bullshit, and my favorite thing about it is the basically the person who like disproved it like once and for all. It, it can never really be brought back. Is uh, Darwin? Darwin disproved this. Really? Idea. Mm-hmm. So the, uh, the hello, yeah, oh, hello. Oh, I've got a big old beard. I ain't got 
<laughs> hey, governor, like God isn't real. <laughs> Darwin sounded like a member of Monty Python doing a, a, a transvestite skit or it's something. It's just my impression yeah. of English people. I can't do accents, but all I can do is, hello. <laughs> Why do they always sound like, an, like a Monty Python? Because that's all I can yeah. do, Ben. I don't know. Why is the sky blue? No one knows. Uh, all right. It's very funny that that's your only, only way you can make a right. British accent. Come on over and cook some dinner. <laughs> Right? Yeah, right. So Potted meat. What? Potted meat? Meat and potatoes. Okay. <laughs> Very good. You know what I mean? Um, so, basically, the, the argument that Aquinas comes up with is uh, it's called the teleological argument. And it says, basically, that you see all these observable phenomenon, especially with, like, animals. Animals all kind of have the same form. They have the same behaviors. You know how they can act. And it, a life form like that is... It's basically the argument from design. I don't know if you've heard of the argument. No. So basically, it's like you see an animal like Tim the cat. Um, you know, he's this finely tuned killing machine, <laughs> right? So that couldn't have come up randomly. That no. had to have ha- happened. You know, someone had to have designed Tim like a cat. You see, like a, how a cat moves. It's like so yes. slick and like smooth, efficient and yeah. smooth. Yeah. Um, it's slick and smooth. It, yeah, it's like the best fucking machine of all time. Someone had to have designed and built that machine. They couldn't have come up randomly. And then, therefore, there has to be a designer or an engineer that designed all of these animals. Frank Stallone. And it's Frank Stallone. Yeah, it's Tickle Me Frank Stallone. Yeah. And then Darwin disproved that by <laughs> by completely destroying that one premise of, wow. like, of like, well, none of these things can come up randomly. And Darwin's like, um, actually, well, yeah, and funny you say that, sir. <laughs> it turns out that all of this shit does happen randomly. Only it happens randomly over the course of millions and millions and millions of years. Yeah. Yeah. And it's called fucking evolution. You fucking retards who don't believe in evolution. You are the dumbest fucking people in the world. Get them, Ben. Yeah. Get them. Yeah. No, you, they're just retarded and they don't deserve oh, any attention. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Get them, Ben. I'm done. I'm Let done. him have him. That's it. Oh, okay. If you don't believe in evolution, you're a fucking retard. Yeah, and if you don't believe in evolution, me and Ben will find you and we'll kick your ass. We'll kick. No, they cook their own ass by living not past forty. No, you and me are going to find them and physically kick their ass. Every single person. That's fine. I'll do that, folks. I'll, if you, if you don't believe ass. in evolution, tweet at Gristleporn and at Pat Dean. Yes, please. And then meet us at the RBM Food Mart <laughs> Thursday. Yeah. Okay, after this. Okay, if you don't believe in evolution, we're going to give you uh, six days to get the funds together to travel to the RBM Food Mart on Manor Road, Austin, Texas seven eight seven two two. Meet us there Thursday. I'll be off work at five, so meet us there at six fifteen. But, uh, but remember, we have to plan for because this this is not going to come out for another three or four. That's weeks. That's what I'm saying. So okay. we have so we have time. Okay. So show up the Thursday after this recording is. Heard. Oh, okay. Just the Thursday yeah. of whenever this comes out. Okay. Come to RBM sure. Food Mart. I mean, Ben will kick the shit out of you. At what time? Six fifteen. I'm off at five, so I'll get there by five. That's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, six fifteen sounds 6:15. good. Six fifteen. Mm-hmm. And we'll beat the shit out of yeah, you. Yeah, I'm gonna beat the shit out of you. And there's 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 no escape. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be a bloodbath. So yeah, these philosophers are. Uh, I don't know. All right, I guess. Yeah. Well, so let's uh, let's finish up the rest of this. Yeah. So that's Thomas Aquinas. He's a big fat piece of shit. Um, who else we got? Oh yeah. So I wanted to talk about this guy. Uh, yeah. There's really only two more guys I want to talk about. One is uh, uh, Peter Abelard. Can I just say how refreshing it is? To finally be talking about somebody who has a normal fucking name, Peter Abelard. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I went to high school with this guy. Yeah, we may we may have as well have actually Peter. Peter. His name is Peter Abelard. 
Yeah, totally normal name. Yeah, he's from Gay Paris. Whoa. All right. Abelard. He's more like Pierre Abelard. Ah, uh, well, uh, you know what? Fuck Lost him. it. You lost, lost Man, it. Man, you keep doing this to me. You keep bringing up dudes. I like them. Then you well, say two words and I hate him. he goes by Peter Abelard. All right, how's that? Okay. Okay. Good old Pete. Right, you back, buddy? I'm back, bud. Okay. So, he's, so he okay. was a, a, a Frenchman. <laughs> what what year was this fucker uh, fucking? He was... What year was he fucking? Uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> what? Okay. So uh, I don't have the exact dates right in front of me, but uh, he was uh, he, he was operating around the uh, like the ten seventies. Whoa! Um, God, it's crazy. I'll never get over it. Yeah, yeah, ten seventies into like uh, from the ten seventies to like the early eleven hundreds. All right, this podcast makes me sound like such an idiot. I'm always just like shocked <laughs> that people were alive before like um, my parents were alive, but they're the oldest people I've ever met. Dude, wait until idiot. we talk about World War One. There's a World War One. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? How did you, yeah, it's like, for real? World War One. Yeah, very upsetting. Um, Anyway, all right, so Peter Abelard. Pete. Pete, Pete Abes. He, um, so he's from Paris. He was a scholastic uh, uh, philosopher slash theologian. Yes. Um, His, so I'm just going to talk about him because actually his, his philosophy is not that interesting. Uh, his life is very interesting, though, because uh, he uh, was staying with this one nobleman, all right? Got the hots for his daughter. Her name is Heloise. Whoa. Have you heard of uh, Heloise Nabillard? Uh, I've heard of hints from Heloise. So, I don't know what that is exactly. But Heloise, a, Heloise Nabillard, what, what is it? It's just a, a thing you would... Um, Heloise was some sort of thing in a newspaper, and she'd give out, like, domestic hints. Like, hey, a better way to churn... Yeah, or a better way to, to make this cake is How to, do you know these things? <laughs> I don't know. Did you read these? <laughs> I, dude, I'd, I read them all the time. I would wake up, I would read the funnies, I'd read the... I used to read the uh, like the comic strips in newspapers. Your life is astonishing. Until I was like 15. I loved it. <laughs> Just read it. All right. So... What a great time. Heloise and Abelard Learned are... A lot. Is up. <laughs> from Heloise. Well, What's her deal? So, Abelard learned a thing or two from Heloise. Whoa, hold to on. Do, to do with his duck. Oh, gross. Uh, yeah, so they they uh, they smashed. They had sex. They had sex. Oh, man. And this was, oh, dude, you, you're disappointed. Yeah. Wait until you hear who was more disappointed. What, was it Heloise, two minutes in? No, well, no. What was it? She was into it. She loved it. Her, Yeah, she was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, dude, you know, a lot quivering of, with pleasure. A lot of women prefer it when you don't have sex for too long, I've been told immediately after. <clears throat> Sorry, what? Yeah. <laughs> Um, her her dad was n- less than thrilled. Oh no! And so dads, fuck off, dads. Yeah. So especially this dad, because you know what he did? He fucking hired a gang of people to sneak into Peter Abelard's uh, room that he was staying in at this guy's like castle. Yeah. And cut his fucking dick and balls what? off. What? Castrated the shit out of this dude, dude, for fucking his daughter. Peter rules. <laughs> What a what a jerk thing to do! But they so, they liked each other, right? It they were in love. It, it's a it's a it's a very famous love story. It's a hey, medieval love story. Hey, dad, say hey, every dad listening, someone's gonna fuck your daughter. It's not the big a deal. Yeah, as long as she's into it, and she wants to do it. Someone's gonna fuck your daughter. Okay, hey, Ben. Every woman guess I've fucked has been not, someone's daughter. Guess whose daughter's not being fucked again though? Who? The dude who who cut off her last boyfriend's right. dick and balls. Dang. Yeah. Who would ever? She'd be like, to- oh yeah, I really like you, but just so you know, uh, my last boyfriend, he has <laughs> he has no penis <laughs> because my dad cut it off. Oh, why was he being a real jerk? No, I really liked him. No, no, I oh. was in love with him. <laughs> 
It's insane, dude. dude. Fuck dads. If you're a dad, well, fuck you. Fuck the medieval era. Yeah. That fuck that whole historical time period. I guess dads are okay. Sometimes. That thing sucked. That, that shit sucked. Okay, so here's the other thing. Oh, 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 no. Okay, here's why he got so mad. It's be- not only because he fucked her, but because he got her pregnant. Oh. And she gave birth to a son. And right. then <laughs> they named him Astrolabe. This <laughs> <laughs> is the name of their child, Astrolabe. They named him Astrolabe. Astrolabe. And then he got his dick and balls cut off. Then he got his off. dick and balls cut off. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. So that's Peter Abelard. <laughs> Dude, Peter Abelard rules! Everything about him rules! You know what? I could not tell you anything about his philosophy. <laughs> we don't need to go into it, dude! That is really insane. Yeah, but he also made some like kind of monumental contributions to, to Catholic theology. Dude, I'm yelling. At the same time. And he's a saint now, I think. Or he, maybe he's beatified he's or something a, like oh, that. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... Uh, he's up I, there. I hope he got something. I mean, he's got his Ooh. fucking dick and balls chopped off. Dick and balls. Oh, yeah. So, and, uh, so Dick he's, and balls. Dick and balls. Dick and balls. Uh, so Peter Abelard actually spent. Uh, okay, so here's what happened after his dick and balls got cut off. Uh, he Kill went himself. No, he went. He became a monk, and he uh, and he and he insisted that uh, Heloise became a nun. <laughs> and so she went off to become a nun. She what gave up the, the kid? kid. I don't remember what happened to the kid. I don't. I, don't, I think they. She gave it up to like her dad or something. I think they, they, they realized what they named it, and then they were like, "Oh shit, I can't." It was like we kid. can't let this kid <laughs> live this life. God damn, dude! My dad who has no dick and balls. So my name is Astrolabe. <laughs> Astrolabe. That is insane. Pat. Astrolabe. Astrolabe. So, <laughs> so she became a nun and he became a monk? She became a nun, he became a monk, and then they exchanged these love letters. Like, for the basically the rest of their lives. Even though his dick and balls were chopped off, he still felt love. He still felt love. He, he, they, very, they loved each other. I kind of thought very that, romantic. that got rid of your desire. Yeah, but he also, like, I don't know, He she had a fucking killer personality, I guess. I guess so, yeah. yeah. That is so good. <laughs> hey, are monks priests... Not all of them. They can be. Okay, I wasn't yeah. certain if that... Just because you're a monk doesn't make you a priest. Yeah. Just because you're a priest doesn't make you a monk. Interesting. Um, I guess it's not that interesting. It's kind of interesting if you're into that sort of shit, yeah. but whatever. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And he made so many contributions, and he's probably a saint, but all we care about are, is his junk. His junkless crotch. His junk- <laughs> what a horrible phrase. His junkless crotch, yeah. Gross. Peter of the junkless crotch. The, the, <laughs> the junkless crotched one. <laughs> Holy shit. Okay. Who is the last guy you want to talk about? So now, now I don't even know if I want to bring him up because you can't follow Peter Abelard. Maybe we should just quit with Peter Abelard. I mean, that's an amazing... I want to talk about, I want to talk about this next guy because okay. he's important. What's up with I his think dick? He's inter- I, think, I actually think he's the most interesting one Does of he still the have balls? Philosophers. He still has his balls. Okay. Well, ironically, because he's his name is associated with a, a type of razor. What's his name? William of Ockham. Okay. Again. Occam's well, I guess razor. Ockham is a place, right? Ockham's razor is named after him. Oh, really? Yeah. I know what that is. You know that? What is it? It's it's one of those Gillette razors that have four blades. <laughs> no, it's it's that's the fucking thing. The the simplest solution is the most probable. Yeah. That's actually pretty good. Um, so yeah, think yeah. I don't think I don't know words, motherfucker. Well, I mean, it's been challenging so far. Yeah, but, I mean, I'll give you that. <laughs> um, 
So talking to me is very challenging. <laughs> oh, brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So what's up with this fucker? So this guy, he was a Franciscan monk. Um, largely uh, operated in the 1200s, early 1200s. So he's one of the later ones of these scholastic right. philosophers. Um, uh, had a lot of debates with Thomas Aquinas. Really? Um, yeah. Not a lot of Catholics are like super into him. Uh, I think he was like censored at one point by the church. But he was Catholic himself? He was Catholic himself. Yeah. He was. I mean, this was before the Protestant Reformation. So. Yeah, before things so, were bad. Yeah, before you know, those heretics got their own church. It's too bad that all these people are going to hell. Yeah, it sucks. Doesn't it suck? It's not their fault. Yeah. This is Martin Luther character. Yeah. Just for nail, you know. And don't even get me started on Martin Luther King. No, I'm kidding. Whoa. So hold on. So what goes? What happens? <laughs> uh, yeah, bad taste in music. That's yeah. the only thing I don't like. Put down the tiki torch, Pat. All right. Well, look, I, I got it on sale. <laughs> They're trying to get rid of them. <laughs> I can't imagine why. Oh, uh, the poor guy who sells tiki torches. <laughs> it's fucked. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, well, that's no good. <laughs> so what happens with this guy? All right. So this guy he's censored. The Catholics don't like him. It's not that the Catholics don't like him. I mean, I think he's he's they're, they're on good terms now. But basically, um, William of Ockham was a a nominalist, which means that he doesn't really believe in universals. Okay, so he kind of told Plato to go fuck himself. Oh, um, tough guy. Yeah, yeah. And well, he's got the razor, you know, to back him up. He's like a British gangster. He's like, oh, I'll fucking cut you, mate. Oh, all right, shit. all right. I love those oh, guys. listen, mate, I'll fucking cut you. I love those well, guys. Um. Yeah, he's kind of like one of those. I'd love to get beaten up by an English gangster. <clears throat> sure, I, I wouldn't. Why not? It'd be savage. That'd nah, be funny. <laughs> yeah, after the fact. So, like, you'd be in the hospital and be like, I think I got a silly long. voice. What's up with this voice? Uh, We're supposed to sound like that. Isn't that, sorry. isn't that kind of an odd thing to think about? What? The English accent. We're supposed to sound like that. I guess. I mean, yeah, but language changes. Upsetting. Do you want to sound British? No. I kind of want to sound cockney sometimes. It's, really? it's intimidating, yeah. Well, what's stopping you? I don't think I can do it for very long. And I don't look like a cockney. You look more cockney than I do. Yeah. Yeah, you could pull it off. Celtic roots. Yeah, you got more Celtic roots than I do. <laughs> a lot, I'll say. <laughs> All right. So, William of Ockham. He was a Celtic dude. I don't know. He probably wasn't. Um, <laughs> just, just making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was from... Northern Ireland. Yeah. Oh, really? Um, Where my family's from. No, he was. So he was uh, British. Uh, early part of the 1200s. Uh, he was a nominalist, which means that he doesn't believe in universals. Right. All right. So that's how he kind of tells Plato to go fuck himself. He's basically saying um, that there is no such thing as catness. Right. There's just like this one cat, and then there's another cat. Oh, this whole then, thing yeah, again. Yeah. yeah, and we call them cats because you know they share certain similarities, but those similarities don't have any sort of real existence outside of our own minds. So that's the difference. Plato thought that these things were were these metaphysical entities that existed out in some transcendent plane that exist beyond and independently of our own minds. Right. Okay. That's not super important. The main thing that I just want to get into about William of Ockham is uh, Occam's balls. razor. Yeah. His principle of Occam's razor, like what you said, is uh, it's it's boiled down to the simplest explanation is usually the most probable, or the most, or the most effective. Um, that's not what it is exactly, like that phrasing. Um, it's uh, what you said is what most people think it's phrased as, which yeah. is fine. But more precisely, it basically means um, 
what he said was when you're trying to figure something out or when you're trying to explain something, uh, use the explanation that has the least amount of uh, premises uh, or entities okay. uh, that you need to conjure up for it to work. All right. Okay. So that's, so, what, so that's what it is. Yeah. And so that's, that became a really, really, really useful tool uh, in, in what later became the scientific method and the and scientific revolution. What? Privatize detectives. Yeah, sure. Like any, yeah, any any sort of investigative uh, endeavor. Yeah. Um, it's usually the best explanation is the one that has the least amount of moving parts. Basically, right. that's like a layman's way of putting it. Um, and that's called. Uh, there's another term for it that's a little more technical in philosophy, and it's called um, uh, deference to the uh, no inference uh, to the best explanation. And the best explanation is the one that has the least amount of components to make it still work. Sure. And that's pretty much it. That's Occam's razor. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's so crazy. Like, imagine having a thought and writing it down. And like... Like hundreds I of mean, years later? I mean, hundred years later. Scientists are like, this is the way to go. This is that's, how we... Isn't that crazy? I mean, that's awesome. Do you ever it's feel... It's so cool. Let me, but also, how cool of a name is it? It's a great Occam's name. Razor. But it sucks that it's named after... There's the, a Z in it. But it's not really named it's the after his name. It's the place he's from. Z is a very good letter. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, no I, 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 I'm with you on that. Occam's Razor. It'd be, I, I mean, it would be, the only way it would be cooler if there was an X in it, too. Oh, fuck, dude. If I see a Z and an X, yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying Done. myself. Dunzo. Yeah. But, you know... But, yeah, so good point. He, uh, well, that, that was the thing with a lot of medieval names is that people didn't have like last names, last names. Yeah. Everything was like their surnames were taken from the places that they were from. So he's William of Ockham because Ockham is the town he's from. One thing that I, I, I said recently is that, you know, it's like if you see the name Simpson, mm-hmm. son of Simp. <laughs> you believe that? that there was a guy named Simp. Yeah. And he was he had so many kids. The guy's name's Simp. Who's fucking Simp? I don't know. I never thought of it that way until he just well, said it. Cuz Simp is it's what makes me It sounds so dumb. So it makes me such an unbelievably good comedian. I notice things. <laughs> Listen. But do you ever do you ever feel like this though? Do you ever feel like this though? It's like so 800 years later we're still talking about this guy, uh-huh. right? Do you ever feel like we we there's like nothing left to discover? Sometimes I do feel like that. And yeah. you just go like you read these 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 stories of these guys charting the world mm-hmm. and and figuring out the shapes of the the fucking continents. Yeah, and, you, and then you're like, well, what the hell, man? Like, there's nothing left for us to half of the shit people figure out. I could have figured out. Y- yeah, you know, sure. Well, Who the fuck are they? But much much smarter people. I know it sucks. <laughs> than me too. Not just you. Hey, I'm not don't just bringing you down. Sure, brother. Well, so they're they're very very. I mean, you had to have imagine like no one had ever come up with anything close to that before. Think of Aristotle. So Aristotle is someone who not to go back to him again, but it's someone who's so unbelievably smart. Like the 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 jump the leap he made in the things that he came up with, things that he thought up. Yeah, it's. The thing is that he was the first person to come up with a lot of these ideas, and uh, he came up with them so long ago 
right? Um, the leaps he had to ma- had to have made intellectually. Yeah. Um, even though what he came up with seems so simple to us now, things like categories and the syllogism and like basic rules of logic and arguing and stuff like that. But he systematized them, and the leap that it took to get from nothing, like zero, to that is so much more of a leap than Einstein had to come up with for relativity. Standing on the shoulders shoulders of giants. giants. And Aristotle is the biggest, he's the biggest swinging dick Mac Daddy Poppy giant. Biggest pop daddy of them all. He's the biggest pop daddy of them all. Also, we've had a couple people ask us what pop daddy means, and we're never going to tell you. We'll never tell you. Sorry, Noel. We'll never know. Sorry, Noel. But you know what? Honestly, that kind of gives me a little bit of uh, almost, it's almost freeing to to, to realize so many people have already figured out so many things, because what the hell am I expected to do? Well, you don't have to worry about it That's why I can go out tonight. I'm going to go out tonight at 10 o'clock at night, okay? Mm -hmm. I'm going to do 15 minutes of jokes. Yeah. Jokes. I'm going to talk about my dick. In front of people. Get paid nothing. Uh-huh. And come home. You know yeah. why? Because this fucking Newton got uh, hit with an apple and figured yeah. everything out. I don't have to figure anything out. What is what is kind of cool, though, is it that... It rules. It does kind of rule. We're going to die. What it I, doesn't matter. Um, what I like, though, is that... I Yeah, we're, we are all going to die. Yeah. What I like is... Um, I do feel, a lot of times, that there's nothing left to discover. But... I also feel at alternate moments that there's actually so much stuff that we still don't know. There's so much. There's so much stuff that we still don't know. I'm not figuring it out, though. It's for the birds. Well, you don't know yet. Maybe you'll learn something. Maybe something that I talk about will fucking click something in your mind, and then you'll discover, like, the funniest joke of all time. You'll think of a theory to explain all joke writing, and you'll be like the Aristotle of jokes. What if if I became this famous philosopher? Would you be pissed? But like then they I'd be and like livid. They don't mention you. Yeah. I, I actually make pains to like exclude you. I'm like, don't ever bring this guy up. <laughs> well, I don't talk about him. Well, if you if I knew that, but we we're still friends. I, I don't just, see how we could be friends. No, I just thought it was like really funny. I'm like, it's like it, it would be kind of funny. This is such a complicated question. No, I don't know. Not, but like, it'd be <laughs> I would a be furious funny. at you, and I would also still be like, at night, I'll be like fuming, and then I'll be like, uh, like you know, yeah. And then every once in a while, I'll go. Because it's a little funny. It's a little funny, yeah. <laughs> it just is what it is, man. Man, what a wild ride. Anyway, so that's the Scholastics. The Scholastics. Yeah. I th- I think who, do we go, who do we do again? Anselm came up with the ontological uh, argument for Yo, the existence of God. Mr. Handsome. Which is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's uh, uh, St. Thomas Aquinas, <laughs> who came up with the five arguments for the existence of God. Yeah. Um, which you think are bullshit? They're not. Well, the, they're not all bullshit. Some of them are interesting. Then there's the guy who got his dick chopped off. That guy fucking rules. Yeah, like, Peter Avalard. I, I think we're in agreement yeah, that we, he smashed, got his nut, <laughs> gross. had a fucking kid, named it Astrolabe, got his dick and balls cut off, <laughs> became a monk, convinced his sort of wife, kind of. Into becoming a nun, exchanged love letters, died. Do you think he convinced her to do that so no one else would marry her? I don't know, man. I think it was more to just get her out of trouble too, because she was in some pretty hot water. And then there was for, o- for getting all razor. Yeah, and then there's Occam's razor. Occam, I would say. I would say Occam. 
Ockram's razor. I wonder why. I don't know. Well, I think it's because you have a speech impediment. Well, yeah, there's also the lack of <laughs> intelligence, so that I've never actually learned how to speak correctly. So that's kind of fun. Well, I think we've I think I think we've covered it. I think I think we're good. I think we've we've grown as people. I think our audience is better off for knowing us. Mm-hmm. And uh, final if, thoughts: If you don't believe in evolution, meet us at the RBM Food Mart. Oh yeah, and I and we're gonna fight you. And then we'll cut your balls and dick off and make you become a monk. Yeah. Oh, good idea. Yeah, let's do hell it. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay, we stuck on it. Yeah. Uh, hell yeah. So uh, anyway, if you enjoy our show, friends, uh, you should t- uh, tell your friends about it. Um, you can find us on iTunes. You can find us on our website, uh, produced by Body Tape Intel. Check out all the other podcasts on that network. Uh-huh. <coughs> Excuse me. Uh, give me some cough medicine. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, we're both on Twitter. You're at Gristleporn. I'm at Pat Dean. Mm-hmm. Uh, at I Learned Nothing on, on the, yep. on, on the At Twitter. I Learned Nothing podcast. On Instagram. Um, on Instagram. Because that motherfucker. Because that motherfucker. We're going to find him, and we're going to cut his balls off. And we're going to take him to the RBM Food Mart and do it. Yeah. Then we're, we're going to go to Taco Max. We're going to castrate him in front of the, the RBM Food Mart, and then we're going to we're gonna turn him into the first monastery we see. Yes. Yeah. Then I'm getting a quesadilla from Taco Max. Ooh, Taco Max. Go to Which Taco Max. right next door. Yeah, go to Taco Max. It's a good place. Man, we should... Dude, how funny would it be if we went to the... Taco Max is this really small taco stand, essentially, <laughs> across the street from where I live. Uh-huh. What if we just went up there and we're like... We try to get them to sponsor us. That would be hilarious. They'd I would. Be so, I would. They'd I, would be so I want mad. RBM to sponsor us. Oh, maybe we can talk. What about if we get them to tweet about us? Hey, follow. Oh yeah. Follow what, what is their Twitter handle? I think it's just at RB. I don't, I don't know. Follow me. I think it's just at RB. I don't know. Okay. Fuck. Uh, follow at RBM. Food well, Mart. No. Hold, hold on. Okay. Let's, let's let's look it up real. Oh, you can look. I'm sorry. All right. I'm gonna look it up. But follow follow the Twitter account for RBM Food Mart. Tell them to sponsor us, dude. What if they gave us like ten bucks a month? Then even just something I can eat. I just want. I just love the idea of saying our podcast is sponsored by RBM Food Mart. RBM Food Mart, the convenience store across the street, run by run by very very friendly Indian people. They're the nicest dudes. Yeah. Dude calls me boss all the time. Yeah. I came in there to buy a beer for this podcast. One time I went into RBM Food Mart. And um, my dad was visiting. We actually were going over to your house, actually, to play poker. Oh, that's a, right. A few years ago. Yeah. And uh, we stopped at the RBM Food Mart to grab some beer. And the guy behind the counter, an uh, older Indian gentleman, I'm not going to do the accent. Mm-hmm. But he was, like, <laughs> he was like, oh, is this your dad? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, he turned to my dad and he's like, yeah, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. And I was Aww. like, I'm 30. I was like 31 at the time. That's funny. Uh, RBM Mart. At RBM Mart. Okay, yeah. So follow at R- no tweet at RBM Mart and say, "Will you sponsor?" At I learn nothing. Yes. Yeah. Dude, we're gonna get banned from RBM Food Mart. Fuck yeah, we shouldn't have done this. No, we should do it. <laughs> I don't know if they know because I tweet about RBM Food Mart and they'll like retweet me sometimes. Really? They'll like favor my tweets. Some of the tweets aren't even about, about RBM Food Mart. That's funny. So I don't know if they know that that's me when I go in there. Some dude, when I go in there. I don't know if they know that that's me from the internet that they sometimes interact with. That they sometimes interact with, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who runs their Twitter. Who runs our Twitter? I run my Twitter. I run our Twitter. Good. Yeah. Hell yeah, dude. So anyway, talk to RBM Food Mart. Help us out. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Love you. God bless. God bless us. International.